So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the last time I'll have to put up with you Oh, wait, hang on. I was about to be sad, but there was no need for that. All right, yeah, coming in all guns blazing. Right, yeah. I think you are, Max. <laughs> Much less sad about it now. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, happily making way for LL Cool J to present from next week. I frankly couldn't believe we got him, but then I saw what he did with the F1, and it suddenly, yeah, it's got no career anymore. My favourite line of all the introductions was him going, and this is Charlie Clerk, who competed for the 2022 World Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake. We will be expecting Verstappen to whiz by at any moment. What, to say hi? No, just to lap us. Oh, we'll see. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake. I think I have to stop because I have a lump in my throat. You've won the 1996 World Championship, Pika. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves. For one final time, I'm Tika Ayres. The Andrea De Silva. <laughs> I do when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say his name. <laughs> Go on, have a crack. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea de Cesaris. <laughs> de Cesaris. De Cesaris. <laughs> the Andrea de Cesaris. <laughs> Why did you do that? Oh, that was close. That de was Ches- close. De Cesaris. <laughs> to be honest, to, to be honest, Chica, I think maybe it's fine. <laughs> It's not working. <laughs> of podcast presenters. The glue that holds this podcast together, the female energy that stops this factory be- being a dick fest, and the calming influence where Phil starts droning on about the facts and Terry thinks he's being hard by saying <laughs> That is all to come. <laughs> Joining me is a man who has discovered the joys of childhood. It is Phil Tromans. Uh, we've had a bank holiday weekend again in the UK because the king got married or something. Um, and I went out uh, with my daughter for the first time to one of these sort of inflatable kids things. Not for inflatable kids. It's like a kid's thing with inflatables in it. And I thought it was going to be like a bouncy castle. But imagine a bouncy castle if it was also fun house 
and it was in an enormous warehouse and adults were allowed in as well. It was amazing. Sounds I like sort kind of thing. genuinely I sometimes forgot describing... that I was supposed to be looking after my daughter because I was just bouncing around things and jumping off things. It was brilliant. Sounds like the sort of thing that Terry would do and queue for hours to go to. Yeah. It was, I, I'd imagine it would probably cost like €25 Euros to get in at Berghain or something like that, but you'd have to be mashed. But uh, it was brilliant. I had a great time launching off things. I can't even remember what it was called, but did all that. Kids went crazy, and then we had ice cream. It was brilliant. What a day <laughs> And beside him is a man who doesn't want today to happen. It is Terry Saunders. I'm sad, Chica. I'm sad too, Terry. I'm accepting your resignation, leaving, but I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm sad. But also, I went <laughs> actually, Phil, to a daytime party last Monday for bank holiday. That was exactly as you described, but less inflatable. So nothing and like I described. No, <laughs> just well, just. By my imagination of what you described, because I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> and I had the ignominy of being super cool and then super uncool in the space of five minutes. In that me and my friends were like, oh, this party's a bit shit. And then one of my friends was like, hey, I can get us guest list for this other party. And we're like, hey, you can get us all guest list. Let's go on the party, because getting guest list is always cool. And so this person gets five of us on the guest list for this other party. We go to this other party, which is just over the road from the first party. And we go in there and we have to get all our names checked off. And they're like, hey, yeah, come on in. You don't have to pay to get in anything. And we go in there and we are literally the only people in there. (laughs) 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 And I really was just thinking, I am cool. I am guest list. I just just walked into parties in Berlin. That's how much I've, I've... Made myself known in this city, and I think you're. I think you're still. No ter- you're still cool, Terry. You're not. You're not just exclusive. You're so exclusive. Yeah, Chica, why are you fucking leaving? <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you asked, Terry. Uh, yeah. So to explain, <clears throat> why am I fucking leaving? Well, we have been doing this podcast for eight years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Eight years. Um, and it's been the hardest eight years of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, No, uh, I love doing this podcast, but um, all of a sudden having quite a lot to do with uh, a baby and it's just, and mainly actually because F1 have decided to make us have so many races a year, it means we can't do, you know, like, oh, a lovely every three week podcast. So I blame it entirely on them. But basically... Um, Liberty Media's fault. It is, exactly. And it makes me so sad because I love hanging out with you guys and chatting mm-hmm. and being told off by that Matt. We, we, we won't be able to do that anymore. Because, you know, once you leave, it's, it's like You're Scientology. Out. You're going to have to make a documentary about us whilst we send <laughs> men to intimidate you. <laughs> like Scientology. <laughs> to Listener's Corner... Which, for the second year running, is decorated with fake water and some boats because nothing is real anymore. But first things first, worst race of the year, you have views. Jarman McClough says, not even seven hours of drinking made that one bearable. And if you're going to introduce drivers like that, I fully expect a Royal Rumble at the end of it to set the grid. Maybe that could be the next sprint format. But Will Bowen says, I was expecting another shit show like last year, but I was pleasantly surprised by that race. Amazing what happens when cars qualify out of position. How long before someone mentions reverse grid again? Reverse <sighs> grid. No, there you go. That long. How can it be set up so well? And then like 45 minutes in, I find I'm looking at my phone 
Uh, my mind's wandering, and I'm just like, why is this boring? Verstappen starting in ninth and charging through. The grid's all over the place. Why? Why is it so boring? It was so boring. And like All the drivers finish, which is never a good sign, because there's there was no safety cars. No, there wasn't even a yellow yeah, flag. I couldn't believe that. There? I was sure there was going to be a safety car. And Max Verstappen's car advantage is so ridiculous. And let's be honest, talent advantage in that car. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. He's very good, and you know, I will say now he is doing very fucking well. But I keep seeing a lot of Max Verstappen fans on Twitter saying things like, "Oh, oh, I didn't see you complaining when Mercedes were dominating." And the thing I is, we were. Did. It was yeah. boring. It was really fucking boring when they dominated, and now it's boring again. And I thought these new rules were supposed to bring all the cars closer together, not give one team a stupid advantage. Well, they've given. They're... They brought all the other cars together, just not the Red Bulls. I st- I well, just not for snapping. I still hope they're cheating. And we- History suggests they pr- they probably are. Hashtag yeah, there's something going on. Legally, not really. I, d- I don't understand how they can be so much quicker. And that's not a Max Verstappen thing, because he is a really good driver. But it seems like all the other teams are having problems, except them. It's like they've they've just kind of put out the oil slick behind them, and everyone's going, Ooh, I can't walk up. And it's just, it's so dull. Some, somebody, <clears throat> we haven't read out their thing, because it wasn't important enough, but the, the, I did read something that says this has been a lousy season. I seem to remember that actually the first few races were all right, and then last race and this race were rubbish. Am I imagining that, or were the first three races actually okay? Well, they were okay in that there was a bit of excitement in that Alonso was on the podium. That was a novelty, and now he's mm. on every podium. Is it, yeah, yeah. is it the novelty wearing off? Mm. Is it becoming the all... new Hamverbot? Yeah, I think it's just... It's it's fine. It's It just feels like all of the teams are fucking up, which isn't fun. Mm. It's fun when a couple of teams fuck up, but like McLaren are at the bottom, Haas aren't doing very well. Um, Aston are doing well, but they started from a position of terribleness. Yeah, AlphaTauri is shit. Um, Alpine have gone nowhere. Aston Martin are good. Mercedes and Ferrari are immeasurably going shit down. in their own way. It's just like all the teams are going down, which is probably why there's such a big gap to Red Bull. It's not just that Red Bull have made the best car and they've got the best driver, which I think they have in both cases, but they've also done it in a year when everyone else is standing on their own feet. Mm. It's an interesting point that, that the whole point about Verstappen being the best driver was not... Previously, I'd put Hamilton and Verstappen pretty much side by side with Hamilton ahead because he's got the experience, but I'm now... I'm wondering. I'm wondering now. Is his, is his, day, is his yeah. day past? Well, I believe that Lewis Hamilton, if he has a championship winning car again, he'll be able to be back up. I, I just don't think he brings his A game when he doesn't have to. Well, you think if he hasn't got everything he needs, he can't be bothered. We do well, sometimes, s- sometimes see that, don't we? And his radio messages going, guys, come on, we should retire. I'm not first. Yeah. Like, when he, when you're a seven-time world champion and they say, you know, you might finish sixth today, yes, as a driver, he should be going for the most blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh, fuck it. I, I mean, I can't be asked to walk to the shop. Hmm. I'll go and chat to LL Cool J. Oh. And whoever <laughs> else was there. Will, I ain't. <laughs> So you, uh, well, you can understand that then, can't you? But I do. But, but Dad, I think the question is: Is Max Verstappen at his height as good as Lewis Hamilton at his height? And I don't think he is. I think you're probably right because obviously Max Verstappen is younger and he's in his prime. But we've never, act, apart from those couple of laps in Abu Dhabi, which wasn't really kind of realistic, we've we've not really seen them in 
kind of going fairly well to I suppose last year no I suppose 2020 though 21 there was a few moments all we need is a solid four or five seasons of them being absolutely close until the last race of the season that's all we ask well I just think I think it's one of As the teammates. things that you you know how the 1970s didn't really end on the December 31st 1979 because if you see something from the early 80s it can look quite 70s because it's not like on the day everyone went right we're dressing different now because it's the 80s <laughs> and big eras in drivers in Formula 1 never quite pass cleanly like I still get surprised that Schumacher raced Senna because it doesn't feel like they were in the same time zone mm. and it's been a bit unfair that it's gone from Mercedes domination to a year where they were a little bit even to now Red Bull domination. It's just, it doesn't quite feel fair. There's not been a few years of having them battle it out like a big rival. That's always been the way though, hasn't it? It's the trouble that's with what the regulation my point is. changes. That's my yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah. We're yearning for a reality that's never existed. Oh, that's, we're, we're becoming boomers, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You with all, all your houses. I've so, so many. <laughs> I, 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 live in, I live in a rented city. You've got your own city? <laughs> rented or otherwise, that's pretty God impressive. sake. <laughs> no, no, I haven't bought it. And <laughs> I can get into any party on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Just kids' birthday parties. So, in other news, we need to talk about these driver intros. So, after being roundly derided in the first new US race in Austin a few years ago... They were back in Miami with LL Cool J announcing the grid walkouts. Also, Will I Am was there for some reason. Apparently, this kind of thing is going to be rolled out again soon. Trouble is, lots of the drivers don't like it. Do we? My take would be that I'm not necessarily averse to something. And I think I pretty much said this at the first year in Austin. I just don't want it to be shit. And this was shit. It was better than the one in Austin when nobody seemed to know what they were doing. This time they did seem to know what they were doing. It just wasn't very good and none of the drivers were into it. Okay, <coughs> I disagree strongly that they seemed to know what they were doing. Because if you... Cause in compa- well, relatively. A Formula One YouTube channel have released the whole seven-minute intro as its own video. And I think they should probably take it down because if you watch <laughs> it out of context, yeah. it's laughably bad. Oh, yeah. So, for one, they've got... the. the there's something like it obviously costs a lot of money to get big banners made and big metal signs put up and obviously they've got to move them out of the way pretty quickly so they've got to be lightweight because there's a race about to start but no matter how fancy you dress orchestra people up in suits when they're sitting on fold-out chairs on a tarmac in front of like a a wavy banner it looks (laughs) it just looks (laughs) shit and then they had these this weird thing this weird like tunnel way for them to walk through which again is just like fabric covered covering some metal and they had Clearly, four dry ice nozzles, but only three were working, which is very <laughs> Then they bring them out, and the first guy out is Logan Sargent, who says something in the microphone about America. And then the next driver, no one says anything until we get to like Max Verstappen. And he's there going, well, did Logan Sargent say something when he wasn't supposed to? Were all the drivers supposed to, but they chose not to because they hate the idea and they're moody little bitches about it? Did did something go wrong with the microphone? And then the other thing was you couldn't hear the crowd noise until occasionally they made the mix better so you could hear the crowd cheering. But for most of the time, it was just this kind of painful silence of, here's the next driver. (laughs) (laughs) And all the drivers coming out in their stupid little ice bibs, (laughs) which makes them look... Ice bibs, they were were packing cocaine. Oh, I wish it was packing coke, because they all come out... 
and all the teams have designed their own fucking bibs and it's just <laughs> what the fuck is this stupid fucking sport? go on Amazon buy 20 ice bibs and give them to all the drivers oh no oh McLaren have got one that's got wavy stripes but Verstappen yeah looks like coke bags it's just the whole thing was ridiculous the whole thing was stupid and what made it totally worse is the drivers were all acting like petulant children who didn't want to be there and like they were totally they're, they're like a a small boy at a christening who's been made to wear a suit and go up and walk to the front and he's having a tantrum they, about it. Cause how were they supposed to act? How were they supposed to act? Yeah, they that? don't they don't want to be there. They're trying to get exactly. ready for a Grand Prix. Yes, I don't, contractually, they have awkward. to be there. It was awkward. All they had to do was walk through with a smile and wave and they're all just there going, yeah, whatever, we must stupid sunglasses and oh, I'm moody about this. And then they'll get to the front and they'll get to their, their friends, the other drivers, and the, you'll see them make a little comment like, this is shit, isn't it? Oh, fuck the beer. <laughs> That's, they should have done that Terry. on Mike. <laughs> Logan cannot, Sergeant! This is shit, isn't it? <laughs> you cannot slag it off like that and then say, oh yeah, but they, they look like they weren't having fun. No, they weren't having fun. I'm not asking them to have fun. I'm asking them to fulfil their contractual obligation <laughs> and not look fucking miserable about it. So it's contractually obligated fun. Yeah. Which I, is I, sponsor I, events. So I, I read a couple of interviews with some of the drivers afterwards and they basically confirmed that most of them didn't want to do it and were like, exactly. we've got enough stuff to do. I wouldn't be averse to them getting rid of the of something else from the weekend because they do have to do a lot of stuff these days in the in the sort of the whole run up to the race. And maybe they do it before qualifying or they do it where it's just a little bit or they do it earlier and play a pre-recorded version because let's be no. honest, it, it wouldn't make any difference as long as there's some crowd there, like they could do it at Friday practice and play it out, it'd be fine. But no. the only people that would know that it isn't happening then would be at the track, and you know they're not that many people compared to who watches worldwide. I want the drivers to be rattled when they get in the car. Oh, you to be grumpy. <laughs> so you want them to up it. So that you want them to literally <laughs> climb into their car and be separated from everyone. No, I want them to have to walk through and then get in the car yeah. and then have like and that's I am music playing at them. Mm saying this is the formula and <laughs> i i just this race was boring because no one made a mistake so let's just say they all got into the car and they were all fucking furious <laughs> completely <laughs> frazzled and angry yeah no, yeah i think maybe it's something else maybe instead of coming out the tunnel and standing around they have to come out the tunnel get into the car and then as soon as the last person is out that's the formation lap straight into it no time to recover exactly right. and also I want to put a stop to these stupid ice bibs. Now they were talking about they were talking about banning tire warmers, yeah, for next year. I think they should change this rule to be you're allowed tire warmers or ice bibs, but you've got to have the same on tire and body. So you can either have a heater on both or ice on both. You can't mix and match. Interesting. So if you want warm tires, you've got to be really cozy in that cockpit. <laughs> you want, and if so you want no driver race, then you've got to have ice cold tires. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F one sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F one sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, though, if you think we are right, then why not buy us a beer? It has always been really, truly appreciated. So today we thank Bryce Davis, who says, use this donation to send Chica off with something special, maybe a porn subscription in memory of the view from her old apartment. <laughs> yeah. I'd forgotten about that. So I used to live um, in a flat that was directly opposite a uh, another flat that that was a porn studio. So they used to film porn in oh, there. Of course, because that's how we met, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I saw Terry and I thought, that is talent there. 
Um, <laughs> that guy knows something about Formula One. I can just tell. <laughs> yeah, it's very aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the Monaco Tunnel right now. <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean it's only used once a year. <laughs> and it's oh. really boring. <laughs> and there's no <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. And a huge thanks to our monthly donors keeping us in beer long time. Today, we celebrate Michael Perry. Yay. Greg Hoffman. Hoffman, Hoffman. Yay. Marble127. Yay. On oh, no, 77, that was a terrorist attack. <laughs> Yay. Enough. Griffin. Uh, have I done Donald Griffin? Christopher yeah, Beck. Yeah, let's do him again. Do him again. Nine Christopher 11. Beck. Yay. And Keith Russell. Yay. Yay. Join them, join them all. Head to ff1s.com forward slash pint, pint, pint. That's great. Starts with a dull race, pits and penalties and cars. And Alonso is not afraid. Afraid. Grand Prix Circus, listen to Martin Brundle. F1 Surface Own needs to pay the money to see this peanut factory. Fokker Jenny, Pete Regret, sewage in the bath. TBT reporters baffle Trump, tethered cop. Look at that slow go, can't find then. Oh, 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 oh. Overflow, pronunciation, foreign days, but it will do. Re record your headphones unplugged in, nose your mic or your laptop, and you haven't watched that race. Ah, 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 ah. It's the end of, of the, the world, world as, as we, we know, know it. it. It's, it's the, the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> and I feel quite ding, sad, actually. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Okay, Chica, throughout the teams, we are going to be auditioning a few listeners to replace you. So this first message is from Matt Bryant. Red Bull! Red Bull got us all excited on Saturday by having Verstappen qualify ninth before dashing our hopes of a good race with a straightforward march through the field until he reached his teammate. Surely the local favourite Perez wouldn't let Max through without a fight? Would this be another Red Bull battle like Vettel versus Weber in Turkey? Oh no, he made it less interesting than LL Cool J reading out driver intros. Chica, just had to get in touch and say how much I've enjoyed you keeping the boys in checker, do you see what I did there, and your occasional swears on the pod over the years. But your legacy is whenever I hear a roundup of a wraith, whether it's on the pod or elsewhere, I'll always imagine you shouting out the team name. Ferrari! Alpha Tauri! Leighton House! Okay, it's not been going that long. Very best of luck with all your future adventures, Chica. The pod won't be the same without you, but hopefully you'll be back for the occasional guest appearance. Lovely voice. Definitely have him on. Yeah, I don't think you get to approve your replacement. Sorry, you? sorry. Yeah, I mean, fancying that voice? Is that, is that what just happened? That's a voice crush. And what? <laughs> Gorgeous. You know that me and Phil have got voices. You're aware of that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Should we talk about the race then, as Matt concisely uh, mentioned? Um, I mean, we've touched on it already. It should have been fun. And it was also an absolutely prime opportunity for Sergio Perez to take the lead in the championship and show that mm-hmm. he's got what it takes to stick it to Max Verstappen. <sighs> Did he fuck it up or is just Verstappen just too good? I there think Verstappen's really... just oh, a lot Sorry. better. I mean, he is. You know, I think he didn't. We all knew he that. didn't. Perez didn't do any big cock-ups. There's nothing that was, you know. He just you kept really getting reeled out. in, didn't he? 
Yeah. But there was that weird thing, if you were listening to the Sky coverage, there was a weird thing that Corinne Chandot was talking about listening. No, it was Anthony Davidson, wasn't it? Listening to all the radio messages saying that they've been telling Verstappen every lap, you've got three seconds on him, you've got two seconds on him, you've got one second on him. And then they weren't telling Perez anything. And then suddenly <laughs> Verstappen just oh, appears in his mirror. By the way, Verstappen's behind you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Dear, yeah. Should we start some conspiracies? Wait. Well, mm-hmm. it's not, I don't think it's so much a conspiracy, but I mean, obviously, Verstappen is the number one driver at Red Bull. Obviously, they're backing Verstappen. Obviously, Perez was signed because he would be a good team player to Verstappen. So if he starts to get out of his comfort zone, whatever, out of his box, there's a word I'm looking for, then <laughs> he he needs to be put back in his place because he's there to support Verstappen. But when they've got such a dominant car, it does feel a little bit like... Just, I hope they let them race. Obviously, they did ask Christian Horner about this, and he was like, "No, we told Perez like twice." Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, I mean, you probably weren't listening. Well, it was weird because his excuse was really weird because they said so. They kept saying to Verstappen, "Okay, it's uh, Alpha time minus one point two seconds." You know, it was all kind of space age stuff. And with Perez, they were just saying other numbers and Horner's excuse was like well Perez just had to take one number from the other and he'd work out how close Verstappen was I'm like, <laughs> he's driving a Formula you, 1 car he shouldn't have to do are you maths. making him do math <laughs> he's not Alonso watching 17 screens <laughs> at once but um still give him riddles yeah <laughs> 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 my my P is in your oh, what where's this going <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to ruin the leaving present. And, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope that they're giving them a fair fight, even though Verstappen's clearly going to walk it. I just think it's the fact that because Verstappen's clearly going to walk over Perez this year anyway, you just hope they're being fair enough to Perez to let him get beaten fair and square. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. After the last race, I dared to hope that maybe, despite all our expectations and all available evidence from many years, maybe this was when Perez put it all together and could actually surprise us, but uh, that that hope is gone. Yeah. How many races left? 7,000. God. Okay, all right, so for old time's sake, I will do one. Ready? Aston Martin! Alonso had another cracking race marred only by his cringeworthy brown nosing of the stroll family how long will this charm offensive last until things start going wrong because it's been just like oh i hate it i hate it he's driving so well and it's just like the most sycophantic bootlicky kind of like oh oh mr stroll are those your flowers i can smell from your garden as i drive past they're so nice <laughs> But also, and I've again, I want to, I want to really moan about the Sky coverage this weekend because they then went into this kind of fo- like after last week when they were just talking about fucking Taylor Swift songs endlessly, and now this week they, they had a, they had a good like couple of minutes kind of trying to work out exactly when Alonso would have seen the big screen by working out where he was on the track compared to the stroll without realizing that obviously he was watching a replay on the big screen. He wasn't watching it live. They don't. He didn't look up live to see the overtake. They re- they replayed it like three or four times. Yeah, it's not like they'd be focusing on Stroll in 12th anyway, would they? Exactly. <laughs> and it just pissed me off but that the F1 Sky team couldn't work out that very simple Why fact. can't they be professionals like us? Because <laughs> actually, you know, I think it's probably quite easy to look at the big screen when you're Fernando Alonso. Well, I do it on the Formula 1 game all the time. This sounds like, like I've played it for years. 
Yeah, and also you're playing on the big screen. Oh, you mean in the screen in the game, not you're just the looking at your screen. in-game screen. It right, gets right, quite right, meta. right, right. Uh, I mean, Alonso's having a cracking season. I don't think the car's ever going to be good enough for him to win unless the rebels crash into each other or explode. Yeah, what he need he needs the kind of multi twenty one like like you know there it didn't feel like it would happen yesterday, but there was a slight moment where you know Verstappen's mm. coming up, Perez feels he's not been told. Would he get in the way? Bang! Alonso wins the race, but obviously didn't happen. But I reckon, I reckon it's not an in, not an inconceivable odds that that will happen this year. Yeah, I mean it's happened before at Red Bull. Twice. Vettel, Weber, yeah. Ricardo, Verstappen, was it? Yep. yep, yep, yep. Probably some others back in the day when it wasn't important. And Alonso will be there waiting mm. with a quip <laughs> and a cocky <laughs> smile. But the fact that he was on the radio going, "Oh, so that overtake by Lance! Oh, it was so good! What a great overtake, Lance!" Yeah, you're in third watching telly as you drive, and Lance just overtook somebody for twelfth in the same car. Like. You're not fooling anyone. He's he's. There's such a golf in class between them. Do you know what I'd really love? For what there would to you be love a race to? That, for there to be a race that Aston Martin wins and Lance Stroll wins it. <laughs> <laughs> like just through some like crazy rain. Well, like the McLaren car. one where um where Ricardo won it and Norris didn't. Yeah, like yeah, like some kind of safety car weird shit where you know Alonso's like a third again and Lance is in the lead that's when he'll crack that's when he'll stop being like oh god you're amazing oh yeah oh god yeah 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 what do you think he'll say will he go after Lance will he go after the team will he go after the boss will he go after the engine what where do you, what do you think he'll go all at once he would just <laughs> just explode. explode he would just like his face will start shaking and he'll just be like I hate everything <laughs> Taylor Swift wouldn't let me get to second base god is the worst by a PR company <laughs> I didn't even get to finger her. <laughs> hey, that's not me, Chica. That's what Alonso's thinking. It's going to take me ages to shake that off. <laughs> Phil, what did we talk about last week? No. No. It's the only sound I know. <laughs> Mercedes. The Mercedes is not very good and showing no signs of getting better, but at least the drivers gave it a good go. George Russell even stopped security from beating the shit out of Jackie Stewart, or was it the other way around? I think those security guards should be pretty lucky that Jackie Stewart didn't start wailing on them. I think they should have beaten the shit out of him. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> fucking hard, Jackie Stewart, and he's, conne- he's the- bad. Bet he's connected. Oh, of course he's connected. They're all at the bottom of the... Miami's sound yeah, their sound mm. machine. <laughs> 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 they're just there because they're mates with Gloria Estefan. But yeah, Stuart. I mean, let's not forget that Jackie Stewart's pretty handy with a gun because his original yeah before he was a Formula One driver he was a very good competitive shooter with like shotguns and shit. I oh, think he was maybe America. like international. I want to say Olympics, but I might have made that up. He does so, seem like the sort that would come to your house with a sawn off shotgun in the night and just be like, We're being sponsored by Royal Bank of Scotland. All right, laddie. Yeah. <sighs> I, I so love your Scottish accent. It's so good. That was, no, actually, no, Jackie Stewart's more high pitched. We're being, we're being sponsored by the Royal <laughs> Bank of Scotland. <laughs> Aye. The Queen did a job. The King did a job here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you channeling Billy Connolly to do that? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the only Scottish person I know. Anyway, Mercedes. Um, I mean, they one, they, they came they, one and two in Friday practice one. Yeah, that was setting lofty, lofty yeah. heights that they would never hit, would it? Wasn't it? Um, they knew that, though, didn't they? 
Yeah, they did. You, you say that. They don't seem to know anything right now. <laughs> well, they, they seem to know that they're not doing it properly, but they don't know what properly is, or if they can do it with their car. Do well, we, what, I mean, do not know. what do you think about the upgrade? Because I'm listening to next next week, they, or the Imola oh. one. Yeah, oh, they've so. got these big upgrades coming. But listening to an interview with um, Toto Wolf, he sounded like he was in no way optimistic about this. <laughs> he was like, eh, no. well. But it feels, yeah, it kind of feels like they said all last year, no, it's not the side pods. We've got these other problems. We fixed them. And they've come here this year and gone, oh, it turns out it was the side pods. And actually, that's a big change. So actually, anything we mm-hmm. do to the car this year is going to be shit. And yeah, the side pods do a lot of things, don't they? And we've now fired someone or given him a better job because that's how it works in Mercedes. It's a no-blame culture. If someone fucks up, you give them a better job. And yeah, Toto Wolf is absolutely useless at everything. That's how he got to where he is today. <laughs> and it just feels like they don't... You know when teams kind of poach a lot of um, staff from different teams? It feel, I don't know if this is, did happen, but it feels like they've poached all of the, the bad luck Ferrari staff. <laughs> this year Mercedes is quite Ferrari like isn't it it's just kind yeah. of yeah our new head of aerodynamics Mattia Bonotto yeah <laughs> here's Marco Mattiacci to do strategy <laughs> here's our new sidepod designer this half open bottle of wine <laughs> <laughs> some beautiful handmade pasta is Lewis's race engineer I, I didn't I actually missed the news that they had upgrades coming for Imola but that'll be interesting because and it's also interesting that they are... Are they deliberately going, we're not sure, and then actually it's going to be brilliant, but they just don't want to announce it? Because it, right. it, it slightly reminds me, in the UK we've just had local elections um, where the uh, Conservative Party beforehand said, oh, we might lose a 1,000 seats because we're not very popular. And it turns out they actually said that because they wanted to set expectations that when the results came in and it wasn't a 1,000 seats, they go, ah, oh, it's not too bad, actually. Uh, then they lost way more than a 1,000 seats. <laughs> So my concern is that Mercedes has said, mm, we don't think it's going to be good, that good, and then it's going to be absolutely catastrophic and even worse than before. Yeah, well, judging from their demeanour, it's sounding like it's going to be catastrophic. Good. Well, Which is what you need. I mean, that life and McLaren up, it? have got big updates coming too. Oh, God. I mean, everything uh, they've done, we'll get to them in a bit, but everything they've done has turned to shit, so let's see what happens. Time for another audition. Ferrari. Ferrari had another race to forget after science was awarded a five-second penalty for forgetting that there's a speed limit in the pit lane, whilst Leclerc made a valiant recovery after his accident in qualifying to take him from 7th to 7th. Chica, I've only listened to the podcast for just about two years, and you were gone for half of that, but you'll still be dearly missed, especially because you don't put up with any of their bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That is the level of tribute we like. I've listened to it for ben a bit, Watkins. and you're only that half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember you. Were you? Were you the fourth one? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, good. Good luck to you. <laughs> I like it because you're one. you're the bossy one that we hear every now and again. <laughs> well, thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. You did that well. <laughs> but notably, she didn't have a crush on your voice, Ben. How does it feel? <laughs> I missed the whole science thing. I didn't really get what happened, but I guess it was just a slammed on pit lane hey it just came into it was uh, it was it was ferrari doing ferrari things they've not done that many ferrari things this year they've just not been that close to red bull but now they're starting to do ferrari things leclerc's crashed a bit science forgot 
the, pe- to, the, the to stay under the speed limit. It's only a matter of time before they start doing ridiculous strategy calls. They're falling back into their old ways. Fred Fisher needs to get on this. He needs to fire some more people and then not have them Fire. actually leave yet, as is my understanding Charlotte of what's Clerk. going on. Well, Leclerc crashed in qualifying and then just looked a bit ordinary in the race. Yeah, I've got to go back to that mm. LL Cool J line where he competed for the championship in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, get over it. that's just the default starting point for every single driver, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, apart yeah. from the rookies, <laughs> all of them did that. <laughs> and what kind of thi- what kind of thing does it say? Who owns a helmet? <laughs> But just to say that he competed, which means he it wasn't even that close. <laughs> well, he he entered. That's like saying, That's what you're saying. He ter- he turned up for work. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was quiet quitting in the Ferrari last year. <laughs> uh, a man we've all seen. <laughs> and some of us can remember his name. That guy. <laughs> that your friend there. and mine. <laughs> It's just it's just bang average from Ferrari. I, I don't know. Mm. Time to start focusing on 2026. Okay, back over to me. Alpine. Alpine's CEO gave the team a jolly good rollicking ahead of the race, calling their performance disappointing and bad, and basically saying they were a bunch of useless, lazy fuckheads who he was probably going to fire. Are paraphrasing. But Gasly and Ocon took heed and spent the whole... <laughs> heed... I read that as head. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were so good. <laughs> oh, so hang on. So yeah, if they took head, that means they were sucked. <laughs> so it doesn't seem like they have to suck the bot. Is the boss sucking them? Is the boss bollocking them and sucking them? <laughs> or are they, just, are they just getting some lucky to suck them up? FF1S asking the real questions. <laughs> Well, if you know who sucked Gasly and Ocon, or maybe they make he made them suck each other's cocks, <laughs> and now they're friends. <laughs> you different? Wrong at everyone else. <laughs> but but Gasly and Ocon took heed. <laughs> oh, that's what they call it in Scotland. And grow up. <laughs> and that was to myself. And hey, the- Jackie Stewart, <laughs> Jackie Stewart some some <laughs> <laughs> and spent the whole race battling Ferrari and Mercedes. Maybe what everyone needs in F1 is just a damn good talking to. Did I go or did you go? <laughs> <laughs> I've lost you. This was quite unusual. Did you see the? Uh, oh, obviously, I think it was in French, so I didn't see the actual interview. But I read transcriptions of the interview with the CEO. Mm, whose name I temporarily forget. Lauren Rossi, Lauren is that De, De Ross, I think De, he's the De CEO. Bossi. Lauren De um, and it was quite extraordinary. He properly laid into them, saying they're not trying hard enough and like we're going to have to make some changes maybe before the end of the season if things don't... Basically saying to Schaffnauer and the whole team, if you don't pull your shit together, I'm going to fire a lot of you. Which, as we know in Formula 1, really works really well. Yeah, which probably means they're already yeah. fucked. I mean, this is where, where it's the latest in the, the the Alpine Renault story, isn't it? Because where are we on mm-hmm. their five point five year plan to get back to winning the championship? They they still rec- they still reckon they're going to win the championship by twenty thirteen. Well, no, that will only that will only happen if a nuclear bomb goes That's off twenty one three in stone. In that they still think they're still hanging on to a plan from ten years ago. It's a joke. It didn't work. <laughs> Wrong at FF one S. 
It's audition time once again, and this review is from Dawn Unicek. Has, 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 has. K-Mag made it to Q3 and then to P4 for the start. Everyone was amazed, and I was so happy for them. He hasn't started that high in a position since 2014, I think. My favorite moment is Magnuson landing in 10th for the point. I've got to admit it's really nice when the underdog wins, and on home soil no less. In my mind's eye, I can see Gunther jumping up and down, all happy, and Ralph Schumacher gritting his teeth like some 1920s villain with a weird mustache. And also, because of technology, Dawn has added in words, not voice, a little thing about Chica. And she says, Chica, I'll miss the way you herded the boys, that's us, and kind of kept them in line without stifling them. Laughing at crass jokes, yet admonishing lightly without putting anyone down. That takes a real skill to do that on a regular basis. And all while remaining absolutely quick-witted and even quicker to giggle. I will miss you a great deal, as I'm sure will most listeners. Oh, most listeners. Oh, Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet (laughs) thank you I don't um, I would say I don't uh, like tolerate you very much yeah I'd agree with that Dawn that's a bit we all know it it. I don't think our jokes are crass they're awful (laughs) but imagine the some of them I just made a full on joke about head there's a, there's a there's a reason that we don't do many live shows. We're in a market <laughs> podcast talking about Alpine sucking each other yeah, off. Yeah. I just don't know what you're talking about. And that's the stuff that we can put out. The stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor, in fairness. Oh, what? When I talk oh. about Michael Schumacher. <laughs> yes, yes, like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Oh, well, thank you, Dawn. And another succinct rundown of Haas. I'd actually forgotten because she made the point that they got a point in their home race. I'd forgotten that Ars were American. They're based in Oxfordshire or Cambridge or somewhere like that. Yeah. Pretty much. And I mean, they've got Russian. they've got a, an when, when empty they... factory in North Carolina. But but they, the, 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 uh, Magnuson was like up there in qualifying, which yeah. I didn't really understand. Really good. And then well, it, like qualified like fourth? I think he'd done well, and obviously it was all over the place because of the timing, of, crash. of, the timing of when the... The track was getting better, and look at crashing, and lots of people not getting to the second lap. So blah 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 blah. So sort of part good and a little bit of luck, but you know, a, a, a large a large Formula part one. of him. It, we've seen it before. Magnussen, when he decides to be good, is really good. He's just not really good very often. It's it's yep. it's another one of mm-hmm. you know his sort of like well, Magnussen's just decidedly average, and he'll probably get the boot. But then he just does a couple of things that are good enough to bring him back, much like Hulkenberg. They are the team of drivers like that. Magnussen is the Nico Hulkenberg of Haas. Something. Alpha Tauri! Nick DeVries outqualified Yuki Tsunoda for the first time this year, but then had a calamitous start to the race when he piled into the back of Lando Norris. Tsunoda nearly got points. DeVries ended up nearly last. Does the clock already tick for Nick? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Quality writing. I think it's talked. Has it? I think he's done. I think he's absolutely I think he's gone. <laughs> I also, again, going back is to he the... Just, is he just, uh, does he just have the contract for one season? I think so. I It'd don't have know. have to be I'm insane yes, to longer, surely. But also, he was the worst driver by far of all the ones to come out on that um, introduction thing. Because again, if you watch it back, 
he's like I'm not saying he's the shortest driver, but he looks the shortest. But he looks shorter than like his body's Yeah, like his body is kind of out of proportion somehow. And he looked like he was shitting himself. And maybe he had just shat himself, I'm not sure. <laughs> and but he just looks like he'd fucking shat himself. And I was just like, This isn't a this isn't a Formula One world champion. This is Nick DeFries, mate. Isn't it Formula Isn't Why? it Formula E champion? Did I imagine was that? He? Oh like that. That's a world championship. Field. It's a proper world championship. Anyone the can FIA. You, you, you become a Formula E world champion by being shit at life. <laughs> how how did he look like he was shitting himself? Just like he was walking funny. Like he, you know, like, you know when? Okay, cheeky. I don't know if you ever have shat yourself, but let me give you a lesson. When you have shat yourself, it often feels worse than it is, but because the the shit kind of lubricates the cheeks, it you you really want to. <laughs> You've really got to you've got to walk with kind of very tiny steps because you don't want it to start to spread beyond the pants and down the leg. And he looked like he was about to hit the <laughs> upper thigh of his own feces fecal matter. Does that explain it? Help help that you? That's more entertaining yeah, that than the yeah. Miami Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> Terry shitting himself. That explains a, a lot of. Um, did yeah, I ever? Actually. Did I ever tell you guys a story of when <laughs> I fainted at Bond Street Station and shat myself? No, but okay. What well, instead of Alpha Terry? Let me tell you. So it was when I had a I had a period of fainting <laughs> like fifteen years ago or something, and I was coming up the escalator from Bond Street in the morning, and I felt faint, and I thought I can get to my office because I was working quite nearby. But spoiler alert, I didn't get to the office, and I fainted on the escalator, and I woke up, and there was like blood all over my face. I'd actually, you know, I probably passed out, and they took me to a back room, and they sat me on a chair, be like, we're going to call an ambulance because we're really worried about you. And when I was sat on the chair, I realised that I'd also shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, and I didn't know what to do. I was so embarrassed. And, I, you know, I was kind of in shock as well, because like, I've just woken up in the, the back room of a tube station, and I'm a bit scared. It wasn't nearly so as sexy as you thought I said, uh, Exactly. So I said, <laughs> I, they, I said, can I go to the toilet? And they, they take me to a, like a special kind of staff toilet, where I expected the damage, inspected the damage, and it was quite bad. <laughs> oh, no. And so I took my pants off. Wrapped them in that kind of blue paper, you know, that kind of industrial blue yeah, paper yeah. that's like the stuff. And I wrapped them up and there was nowhere to put them, so I just put them in the bin. Because <laughs> they were too I much mean, to flush. You're not going to flush them, are you? Flush them. Home, can you? And I couldn't take them with me. But I, I, so these kindly people who worked at the station were just like, oh, we helped that guy get an ambulance and he's left shit in the bin. And then I got in the ambulance and. Um, I always felt a bit weird going through Bond Street after that. I was glad when they shut it for a while. You always go in disguise. <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Uh, so I know what it's like to shit myself. And, and now you know what it's like to drive for, for Alpha Terry. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly how Nick DeVries feels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Williams, we're going to play in another voice note review. This is from Charles Moussard. Williams. Well, Serena and Venus turned up, which is more than could be said of the team. Albon started 11th, went backwards to finish 14th. Sargent started 20th, went forwards into De Vries, lost his wing, finished 20th. Thank you so much, Chica, for all the years of keeping the boys in line. We won't mention Terry's Frank Williams monologue. Good luck in all that you do. You'll be missed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Charles. Yeah, that's um, the kind of that's I, the I, kind I, of. I, like that I'm going to be remembered as like as a disciplinarian. <laughs> yeah, I like that tribute the best because it's in line. 
I like that tribute best because it mentioned me by name. <laughs> They've noticed you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was nice. And also good Williams uh, interplay there. Very mm-hmm. nice. I didn't actually yes. see the Williams sisters, but yeah, I mean, there were tons of celebs there, weren't there? So I presume they were doing, were they doing anything? Did they st- was it last year that one of the Williams sisters and Martin Brundle had a bit of a contretemps? Or did I imagine that? When you say contraton, do you mean? I don't sex? mean sex. No. Um, oh, okay. And well, unless you know something, I don't. Well, let's just say he hugged that William's sister like his favourite granny. What? What are you saying? He does to his what? favourite granny. Drives it hard <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gets his marbles out. <laughs> Oh no, mean? she's graining. Box, box. We have got to get another female host, or we are fucked. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah Willie, uh, Williams. Um, Alban, Alban's good. They've got a not great car. Sergeant is terminally disappointing. I'm afraid. I did have some hopes for him because I. Did you? Ex- I remember being mildly impressed by him in a couple of the junior formula races I'd watched over the last couple of years. But he's he's not. I don't know if he's just not ready or he's not good enough. But he's he's not doing great. I would like to know actually what it's like to be put into formula one and just to drive a really shit car like like can you i mean because when you're new to formula one and when you're a rookie it's like you can't even just be like oh i've got to get used to a shit car this year it's like you've got to learn everything in this slightly shit way that must be nothing like anything you've ever driven before well and it must be so weird being in formula one but driving a piece of my shit. my expectation having never driven a formula one car is that it would be a ludicrously quick car that's I mean, some of them, are, some of them, I think, feel all right and are just shit slow. Some of them feel like a big bucket of bolts and are really hard to drive. I think it depends which team you're in. But I'd imagine generally there's a, there's a sort of an element of this is a good opportunity to learn because there's no expectations on me whatsoever, and your only True. kind of pressure would be against your teammate. I would think. True. But equally, it could be just like, well, I've got no fucking chance. It must be so hard to try and seem good and get a promotion. If you're yeah. in a shit car, if you're never doing better than like seventeenth, oh. if you've been well, in a shit Russell, car, let us know. Well, George Russell did it. This is it, and and there's the argument now that George Russell has learned a lot through failure. You know, the failure of the team mm. around him, in that he's learned to make the best out of a not great situation. Whereas Hamilton, uh, by and not always, but by and large, has been blessed with really good machinery and knows how to extract the absolute best out of it, which maybe Russell doesn't. But Russell does know, you know, how to get the best out of a shitbox. Whereas maybe Hamilton yes. perhaps doesn't because he's just so used to everything being, you know, he's got the natural talent to be able to drive anything, but he's he's not in a comfortable place, you know, not having absolute tip top yeah. everything. No, I guess it's a skill set to be a champion. You've got to be able to drive the best car, which, you know. Yeah, and you've got to be able to get the car better as well, which I guess George 
could also probably but do. But it's like Perez, you know, Perez and Verstappen are in most likely the same car. Um, <laughs> and Verstappen's better. Yeah. Yeah. McLaren. McLaren are a team who are shite and then looked like they were getting good again and then even won a race, but now they're shit and it's not looking good. How long before Lando Norris leaves? He's already left. <laughs> you think he's checked out? I meant yep. to look after. I meant to look up before the start of the race where how long his contract where is was. He going? Literally anywhere else. He'll go to Audi. He will. I think he would definitely be. A, I reckon he, unless something big changes in the next couple of years, which makes this speculation totally pointless because anything can happen. But and usually, I does. think he'll be the big Audi star when Audi mm. comes into Formula that One. That does seem to be the, the speculation, isn't it? That he will disappoint Valtteri Bottas yeah. by taking a seat. Norris is tied to the team until the end of the 2025 campaign. Oh, there you go. Well, there perfect. we go then. But, I mean, he's still quite young, so, isn't he? How old is he? He's, what, 22, 23, something like that? So he he could afford to hang around in a shit car for a bit if he has to, if he's got the promise of a good seat after that. Well, we all say this, but I don't think that's true because Charles Leclerc has been wasted at Ferrari. Carlos Sainz, I can't remember his name. Um, Lando <laughs> Norris... There's all these drivers that, because it's been the Hamilton and Verstappen show for the last ten years, whatever. If you add it all together, even more. It's just kind of there's no guarantee that they're going to get a good seat later. They need to be doing it now, and they haven't. So I don't want to. Where Lando Norris can't walk into Red Bull and be like, "Could I drive yeah, your car?" Yeah, there's no week? other options but, really in the next couple of years that I can <laughs> yeah. see, unless there's an unexpected retirement. You know, if suddenly at the end of the season Hamilton decides I've had enough of this and pulls a Rosberg and just decides write him off, then there's going to be an almighty bun fight, and I think then you're going to see drivers like Norris, maybe Albon. Um, who else would be in this? If 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 Hamilton. Jump ship. Who else would be in? I mean, maybe some of the top drivers from other teams, perhaps Leclerc. Yeah, maybe get Charles Leclerc. Well, Mercedes have been not not talking about Leclerc lately. Oh, really? So I think there is a bit of a. What have they yeah, been doing? A, doing an Alonso going? Oh, there was a great overtake there by by Charlie Clark. Well, it's there's been something like someone asked Toto Wolf if they've been in contact with Charlie Leclerc, and he did that answer that something like, "Well, we're keeping an eye on him." I'm not saying that thing. The answer did not say no. We have not been in contact. <laughs> So, I didn't not 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 contact him. Yeah, I mean that he he is a he is a human being, mm. and there are sound waves. I don't know if when I talk he can hear, and vice versa. I've just been walking through Monaco offering contracts. If he happened to walk past me, <laughs> oh, what a what a coincidence to see you here in this under, in this under, private <laughs> members club. <laughs> no, no, I think it would be it would be at the bottom floor of a car park, and they have to. They're in brown coats with lit by headlights. And that's when they mm-hmm. suck each other off. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to Alpine. No, no, it was all a ruse. There's no contract. <laughs> oh, so, so it was Alpine then. <laughs> also, Piastri was there. Yeah, I didn't notice Piastri until I realised that he came nowhere. He was really nowhere. So I don't know what actually happened, but it does it really matter? Uh, like... It's not like it's not like a McLaren of last year where Lando Norris finished seventh and Ricardo finished nineteenth. Seventeenth and nineteenth is pretty piss poor. Hmm. 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 Who's their boss now? Stella. Stella. He's got uh, Stella Artois. <laughs> yes, Andrea Moda. I think we were going to call him, weren't we? He, he's oh, yeah. unfortunately living up to the mm-hmm. nickname we gave him of being shit. 
Well, actually, probably yeah. not his. I was going to say it's probably not his fault, but it is his fault because he's he's the team principal, so he needs to sort it out. Well, and he and before he was team principal, he was like second in command, so he's, it's not like he can go. Oh, I don't know. So it is <laughs> all his fault. Here? Totally him. Okay. Can't stand the guy. Alfa Romeo. Another race, another week where we didn't notice Alfa apart from when Bottas got into Q3. But even then, not really. I have a question. Yes, Terry. Where are Alfa Romeo from? The car brand. Italy. And where is Verona? Italy. So it should be Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) I mean, maybe. That's a really Romeo, interesting Romeo, point. Romeo, Romeo. Yeah, it could be. If you're Italian and you know how to pronounce it, let us know. Wrong at ff1s.com. Mm. Romeo. Romeo e Giulietta. They do, Alfa, Alfa Romeo do make a car called the Giulietta. Alfa, no, no, I think, I think it's because Alfa Romeo sounds like the phonetic alphabet. <laughs> yeah, that's or true. Or it's Alfa Romeo sounds like some... Old guy with a moustache that would be at your local bar when you're a student, and he goes, "Oh, that's Alfa Romeo. Don't go near him. He's, He's very unreliable, sleazy. but he will buy you a drink. <laughs> and then he'll catch fire. Suck his car. <laughs> He's so pretty." <laughs> okay, we're doing three jokes at the same time. There, that was quite efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Valtteri Bottas on the LL Cool J bit, and I'm amazed. He's Sticking with the moustache and mullet look. I thought that was just a joke. He's actually got it as his hair. Yeah. Uh, fuck him. I mean, all I need to do is cut a yeah, bit off at the front, and I've basically got that look as well, so I'm not going to criticise him. And obviously, with me, with my sensible hair, I will mm. never criticise another man's hair. It's too close to home, because we're shit F1 drivers as well. I would be really... I'd be a, I reckon I'd be about as shit as Valtteri Bottas <laughs> if I was a Formula 1 driver. There's a I Channel hate, 4 series, I obviously. hate... I hate having hair on the back of my head. I couldn't oh. have a mullet. I really oh. hate. I hate oh, it not being really short. On your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Not on the back of my head. That's weird because <laughs> there is hair there. <laughs> that's why you're not. You're not hate, a, that's why you're not a Shaolin monk. Monk. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Okay. Well, I've learned something about you today. Okay. That's good and to once know. when I was getting my hair cut, I made a joke. Because they started shaving like my neck, and I was like, oh, "You can go as far down as you like." Because the joke was, "I've got, I've got a bit of a hairy back." And she took me on my word, and she was really oh. reaching around down my t-shirt to a point that was. She started squeezing awkward. your ass. It sounds like you're propositioning them. You can go down as far as you like. Oh yes, shave me, <laughs> shave me, daddy, shave me down to my buttocks. As he runs his hands through the rug. <laughs> <laughs> All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. Uh, I warn you now, they're both quite lacklustre. So in number one place is Max Verstappen with Miami Vice. In second place, You Only Live Twice. And third place, Stroll Overtake Was Nice. It's Fernando Alonso. In fourth place, Hawaii 5-0 is Lewis Hamilton. Five seconds, oh no, it's Carlos Sainz. Nice overtake, Tally Ho, says George Russell. In seventh place, Cagney and Lacey, not very pacey as Lance Stroll. I'm feeling quite spacey, says Lando Norris. In tenth place, Columbo, says Pierre Gasly. I'm a slumbo, says Nico Hulkenberg. He's tired. I suck my thumb, oh, says Espen Ocon. Oh, maybe he sucks something else, which I wrote before we had the joke about cock. Um, 13th place, CSI. 14th is Piastri. And 15th place is YOY. That's Oganyu. Uh, 16th place is Kojak. 17th is No Flack. Is, which is Magnuson, and in 18th place, Return of the Mac, it's Alexander Elbon. 
and the constructors. I figured as we're in America, which state would each team be? I probably do this every year and it's never very funny. In first place, <laughs> Texas is Red Bull. They've got some kooky bits, but actually they're pretty right wing. Right wing. They're actually pretty right wing. In second place, Connecticut, lots of money and dull. It's Aston Martin. In third place, it's New York, fancy and shiny. It's Mercedes. In fourth place, it's Boston, famous for its Red Sox. It's Ferrari, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Fifth place, California, because it's got no rust and lots of oranges. It's McLaren. In sixth place, it's France. They didn't understand the rules. It's Alpine. In seventh place, it's Colorado, because I thought that's where Haas were based, but it's actually Carolina. In eighth place, it's Mississippi with old redneck Bottas. And in ninth place, it's Hawaii, because you're Alpha Tari, you might as well have a holiday. And in tenth place, out in the cold, it's Alaska with Williams. Oh, Boston's not a state, but yeah, good. Is Boston not a state? Hang on. No, it's in Massachusetts. Boston's a city, isn't it? Yeah, but it works because Ferrari also quite often don't get the rules right. Oh, but now I feel like an ignorant European who doesn't know anything about about America apart from they've got guns. Oh, I mean, that's pretty much it. And now for the man of the match of driving. Fernando Alonso. And I do believe for first time in a very long time, and also for the final time, it's over to Chica for Chica Quiz. Chica Quiz, Chica Quiz, let me quiz Quiz. This is like when Ken Bruce left Radio 2. So I came up with this this quiz. Um, about I don't know I think Matt texted me seven minutes before we uh, we did the podcast. Wait, Matt is, made you do it? Pretty good. I thought when you when no, you came on the no, call earlier on, no, no, you were no, like, no, oh, listen, I've done a Chica quiz for the first time in ages. No, I listen, thought for once Matt it's like said, she fucking cares, and you don't Terry. care, do you, Chica? You don't no, care. No, I do care. You just do as you're listen, told. I don't want to have this. Not Terry. This is like my final moments. I Matt said do a Chica quiz, and I said, good point. I've been thinking about that. Ooh. So then I actually got on and did one. So you feel bad now, Terry. Here's the back, that's the backstory. I don't feel bad yeah, because yeah. I always think about doing things and never do them, like design <laughs> T-shirts, for example. <laughs> but Matt never texts me and says design a T-shirt. Right, so uh, I'm going to quiz you on the lyrics of "This Is the Formula." Oh God, Ooh. I've only listened to the first the ten seconds single. and I turned it off. <laughs> the new single from Will I Am and Lil Wayne, uh, who are using obviously that that song is their way of expressing their love for formula one and not as a way of making loads of money hopefully i won't come across as too english here i formula bitch so if you coming for me little bitch just know i got an army little bitch and beep 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 i don't need a shield don't need armor you bitch is this just taken straight from team radio I think it's I've got an army bitch and I'm gonna shoot you with it and my soldiers drive fast cars bitch yeah good you're following that bit so I'm gonna give you half a point there for having bitch in there Um, but actually the line is just know I got an army little bitch and we in the field like a farmer you bitch (laughs) Farms don't <laughs> we in the field. Nonsense. <laughs> we in the field like a farmer. Okay. All right. So Phil has rush. half a point for getting bitch. Um, 
and Terry has no points. Bitch. Um, okay, so what did... I'm going to ignore that. What did Will I Am have before Formula Baby? Is this a baby food question? No, but it does kind of sound like it. But it's he, he's describing... I don't really know what he's describing, but he says, I had... He says, had something before Formula Baby. Uh, qualifying. Had my champagne. <laughs> had my Moet. Yet. Moet, bitch. My sh- absolute <laughs> vodka. What, so you're what? saying qualifying. Yes. Phil. Yes. And I'm saying some okay. kind of alcoholic beverage. Formula right. Baby, of course, is the new feeder series. <laughs> yeah. Which, get, which um, will get no television coverage. <laughs> yes. Well, you're both wrong. Is actually uh, Will I Am actually had a grill before Formula Baby? Oh, that's nice. Question three: Car fly like the Jetsons. You a small fry? What need? Insert here. What do you need? Uh, I'm going to go with Big Stetsons. Big Stetsons. I guess if they're small, the Big Stetson will make them look taller, and it rhymes with Jetsons. No, I'm going to think it's going to rhyme like the Jetsons. You small fry need big Stetsons. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Phil. Got you. (laughs) If you're listening, well, I am. I'm available. I think it's going to rhyme with fry, and I think it's going to be car guy. Car guy. Car guy. Don't look at me like that's ridiculous. When he has we the farmers. (laughs) You are both wrong again. (sighs) What? Although I think you both could have actually done better there. My car fly like the Jetsons. You, a small fry, need ketchup. <laughs> Mine's better. Mine fucking rhymes Yours at least. Yours is better. Yours is. Yeah. And it makes more yeah. sense. You, a small fry like ketchup. Ketchup is not like a small fry. It's a different thing. All right. Final question. This, my recipe, watch me go top speed. Zoom. Go that full capacity. I've got energy. Woo. My ability is beep through your beep zoom. Okay, I've got mine. Go on then. Yeah. My energy is sponsored by Monster and goes through your colon. <laughs> <laughs> like boom. <laughs> uh, my ability <laughs> is sexuality through a cup of tea. Okay. And some HP sauce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one, one sugar, uh, semi-skin milk. Thanks very much. My ability is zoom through your vicinity. Zoom. What, the, the FaceTime thing? I mean, I would say through your colon, it, that's the same as through your vicinity. I mean, that's just a polite way of saying it. Oh, that's gone right through okay, my vicinity. You can have half a point there. <laughs> oh, that went... Hang on, I've just lost my win. I demand a recount. That curry went right straight to the steward's office. It's a draw. draw. This game is great. I gave you half a point for putting bitch. (laughs) Yeah, with the word that was in there. I'm going to miss the cheeky quiz. I'm not. This is bullshit. Look, let's all end this as friends. Should we do as a tiebreaker? It's too late for that. Yeah. This is like like when Ocon and Gasly fell out. I am not going to suck you off, Phil. And now time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Or rather, this is the State of Chica. (laughs) This is your life. Chica, Anthony Aloysius Ayres will soon be departing from this podcast coil 
For eight years, Phil and me have been made to feel old because she was so young, and then sort of young again as Chica got old. We first met <laughs> in a bar on the South Bank, thrown together by producer Matt like we were on day one in the Big Brother house. Me, a faded star, <laughs> shut up, pretending I could still be relevant. <laughs> Phil, a motoring journalist powerhouse who had recently moved from the Middle East, given up rollerblading and food that has more than one syllable. And Chica, who worked for Six Music, was under 30 and lived in a disused peanut factory. My God, we were the zeitgeist of 2015. <laughs> We did a few unbroadcast pilot episodes, but then for the Hungarian Grand Prix, we were unready to we were ready to unleash ourselves to the world with a format of features that we doggedly haven't changed since. Who can forget the state of F1 with Terry Saunders and the standings with Terry Saunders? Over the years, we got drunk in various London pubs and fielded lots of questions from strangers and adoring fans like, what are you doing? Are you doing a podcast? And what's it about? F1. Oh. <laughs> And then circa 2018, there was a stunning addition to the FF1S format when the Chica quiz that had the following jingle, Phil. Chica quiz, Chica quiz, let me... Oh, fucking hell, I've forgotten it. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> the Chica quiz really showed off all of Chica's skills and abilities, notably forgetting each week to write it, aside from the glorious week of Yes or Renault, and being unable to pronounce the name she'd written down for the quiz and also having rules that didn't make sense. I've never told anyone this before, but Chica also saved my life. I had a bad accident going go-karting once. I cracked a rib and I don't want to talk about it. And I truly believe that if Chica hadn't been the most unbelievably slowest car on the track, like actually how could you go that slow, slow and actually like a safety car stopping all the real racers crashing into my ribs, I might not be here today. But I am here today and soon you won't be. In 20... <laughs> it's more threatening than I thought it sounded. <laughs> In 2020, a pandemic happened. Meeting in pubs to talk about F1 became hard as there were no pubs or F1. Me, Chica and Matt decided to join Phil and move out of London to such exotic places as Stroud, Berlin and Kingston-upon-Thames, brackets not London, close brackets. You have a grown-up life now and if I may say, I'm proud of you. No longer are you doing vodka jelly shots in your converted apartment and throwing up everywhere. That's left to me in Berlin now. <laughs> You went from being our token millennial to our token 30-something who still couldn't say Andrea De Cesaris. It's easy. But the podcast as we know it is over. Like the rest of the world, we were forced to go on Zoom, drink at home and sacrifice our lockdown Sundays, entertaining the world with talk of F1 races and COVID tests. And COVID took so much from us. I couldn't attend your wedding. <laughs> I couldn't attend your wedding, nor the birth of your child. Although I don't think I was invited to that one. <laughs> And now it's taken you, by which I mean you've decided to leave us and make doing a podcast about every single fucking Grand Prix not the centre of your life. You'd be rubbish on Missed Apex, but still better than them. <laughs> but don't worry, I have a solution. FF1S will be a very different place without you, and whoever steps into your shoes won't be stepping into your shoes at all, as we'll be destroying everything left of yours the second you leave, blocking you on our socials and enforcing the NDA you signed. But in a much more real sense, you can't leave. Not because of that watertight contract you signed, but because you are FF1S, and you can't leave any more than Princess Diana left the royal family, instead haunting it like a vengeful ghoul when the next person takes over. By which I mean, you're welcome back any time, unless the new host finds you threatening, and then sorry, there's nothing I can do. So from all of our listeners, including the ones who stopped listening during the pandemic, I say thank you, goodbye, I wish you well, and off you fuck. Oh. oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a that eulogy. Was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. 
Sorry, I am available oh, for funerals. That was so threatening. <laughs> <laughs> that is it from us. Goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We don't have time to talk about the new F1 2023 game, but I don't really care because I'm sad. And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk, Chica, though. I just want to confirm, you're not off to a rival or new podcast, are you? <laughs> and if you are, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and Terry. What? Phil and Terry will be back in two weeks to discuss the Italian Grand Prix that isn't actually the Italian Grand Prix. But in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. And Terry, where can people buy their merch? Um, I will be dumping it all outside your house and say, <laughs> fine, you fucking sell it. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to ff1s.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. Thanks for listening. I've been Chica Rares. Remember that name. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Sad now. Sports Social Podcast Network.